0: Welcome to Attached, a platform for adding breadth and depth to everyday living. I'm Yaakov Danishevsky, and this particular series is called Living with the Times, Chasidus to enhance our experience of the time period in the Jewish calendar. The story is told of, of Zusha and Remelech, the brothers who were in jail at some point in their life. And one of them was very upset and even crying, looking very, very depressed. And his brother turned to him and said, what, what are you so sad about? And he said, well, there's this toilet here in the jail cell with us. And so we can't learn Torah. I can't even think in Torah uh, because the halacha is that you're not allowed to uh, think or talk in Torah when there is uh, a, a toilet in the, in the area. And so uh, I, I can't perform, perform the mitzvah. So his brother turned to me and said, well, let's think about it for a moment. Why is it that we want to learn Torah? What is the great joy that we have in learning Torah? It's that when we're learning Torah, we are fulfilling the will of Hashem. And by fulfilling the desire and the ratzon of Hashem, of God, we are connecting to Him. And we are living our lives in a way that is aligned with ultimate purpose and ultimate meaning. And we are experiencing connection. We're experiencing closeness with with God himself because we are aligning ourselves with his will. We're connecting to that which he desires. And if that's why we learn, and if that's the great joy in learning, then a moment like this where God's will is that we don't learn because there is... Something in the area that tells us that we can, that makes it such that we can't learn, and therefore God does not want us to be learning. So by not learning, we are also equally fulfilling the will of our Master of Hashem, and we're connecting to Him in exactly the same way. And so the same joy we have in learning, we should be able to experience now in our not learning. Because by not learning, we are fulfilling and connecting and becoming closer to Hashem because that's exactly what He wants us to be doing. He wants us to not be learning. And so therefore, that allows us connection in the opposite but equal way. And so with this perspective, they both stood up and began dancing and were joyful and were so excited about it. And the guards heard this ruckus of 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 these two brothers dancing, and some of the prisoners had joined in together with them dancing. And they came running over. Why is why is everyone dancing in the jail cell? And I guess someone said to one of the guards, "Well, they're dancing because they were having some combination about a uh, conversation about uh, about this toilet." So the guards felt that for some bizarre reason uh, they were they were joyed uh, overjoyed about the toilet. So they took they took it took it out of the cell, and then. They were so happy that now they were able to learn. So they were able to learn, and so they started dancing again. They were able to learn, and the guards didn't understand. And they came back, and the prisoners explained to them, well, it sounds like now they're able to to talk in these religious matters because the toilet's not here, so they're happy. So the the the, the, the guards brought the, the toilet back in. And so, 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 in the end of the day, the point is that whether you can learn, can't learn, whether the toilet's in the jail cell or it's not, There is nothing that can happen in this world that can detach us from Hashem. There is no way that the guards of the jail can win to make us disconnected from Hashem. There is nothing in this world, nothing in our lives, that doesn't have an opportunity for dveikos, for attachment, for closeness to God. Because every single thing in this world is another pathway, it's another opening, it's another manifestation. The world, as we're taught in Perke Avos, is a prosdor. it's a corridor leading us into Ruchnius, into Olam Haba, the world to come, the world that is coming, the world that is actually already here when we access it through this world. And that every single thing in this world is an opening for that. The Kutzker said a very sharp line, the Kutzker said, if you don't see God everywhere, then you, a- you aren't actually seeing him anywhere. Because if you really see God, if you really see Hashem, what it really means, Hashem Hu Ha Elokim, that it's the one God that exists in all the plurality of powers, that it's one being that exists in all of it, that it's Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. It's one unity that Hashem is manifest to us in a variety of ways, a variety of different colors and different opportunities and different feelings and different experiences that we can connect to Hashem through the way we sleep. We can connect to Hashem through the way we eat, through the way we daven, through the way we talk to people, through the way that we're present with our families, through the way we engage our jobs, literally in every single way. We make a bracha after we use the bathroom. There's, there's halachos for every single aspect of life because all of halacha is halicha. It's all a way of walking, a pathway. It's a way of connecting with Hashem and nothing falls outside the purview. Nothing falls outside the scope of where the divine can be met. Sometimes the way we access connection is by engaging in something. Those are the mitzvot saseh, the positive commandments. And sometimes we access connection by not doing something, just like the brothers in jail recognized and realized their ability to be able to connect to Hashem through learning. And then when it wasn't appropriate to be learning, that itself was the connection by not learning. The Sefer Yetzirah, it's brought down Ben Yisachar, says that the month of Kislev is the letter Samach, each month has a different letter, and Kislev, the month of Chanukah is the is the letter Samach. Samach is a circle. It surrounds us. It's the reality, the experience of recognizing that I can face this way, and I can turn and face my right. I can face the left. I can turn around completely. I can look up, and I can look down, and I'm surrounded by Hashem. Not always in the exact same way. He appears to us, he reaches out to us, and he calls upon us to connect with him and to feel him and to be close to him in a variety of different ways, but always connection. We're accustomed to the practice, to the halakha of lighting the candles on Hanukkah the way that Beis Hillel taught. Beis Hillel taught that you start lighting with one candle and you add and you build your way up, that by the end of Hanukkah you're lighting eight candles. Be opinion, which on some level we don't practice like, but on some level has a deep, deep truth to it, that we know that in Yemosah Mashiach, we actually will follow the opinion of Be Be Shammai. says we go in the opposite direction. We go from eight on the first night to one on the very last night. And perhaps the idea there is because in our lives, we often perceive a multiplicity of lights, a variety of different pulls and attractions and responsibilities, and we experience compartments there's separate lights that exist in the world, but as time goes on, as we become more and more connected to this to this experience of Hanukkah, to what Hanukkah has to teach us, we come to the ultimate climax to the ultimate state of recognizing that there's just one light there's just one being that experience of this world in which we are able to perceive the oneness, the unity of it all, that all of it is bringing us to one source in all different ways, that it all comes back to the same source. During the sheish yesimei hachol, the sheish yesimei ma'isa, the six days of the week when we're working, we have so many responsibilities. We engage in a world of hishtadlos where we engage in a world of b'chira, that we have choice and that we have work to do. We say in David, kel baruch gedol Deya. If you look at the first letter of each of those words, as you can see clearly, it goes from Aleph to bays to Gimel to dalit, and it goes from Aleph to Saf. It goes from the beginning of the Aleph bet until the very end. Because we begin with one, but as we engage in more work and in more responsibilities and in more aspects of our lives, multiplicity begins to build and it becomes more and more, exponentially more and more, and we get pulled in so many different directions, oftentimes losing sight of the Aleph, of the oneness that exists underneath it all. And then comes Shabbos. And Shabbos, in Musaf of Shabbos, we say, Tikanta Shabbos, Ratzisa Karbanaseh, Tzivisa Peresha, etc. We go, if you look there, the first letter of each word starts with a Asaf and goes all the way back down to Aleph, to us. Because on Shabbos, what we're accessing is we're peeling off one layer at a time. We are minimizing the multiplicity. We're coming back to the recognition that underneath all of it is really one candle. It's one being. It's Hashem Hu Elokim, Hashem Echad. And this is one understanding of the idea, the holiness, the, the, unique, the unique experience of the last day of Hanukkah known as Zos Hanukkah. This is Hanukkah, which of course comes from the laning that we read. But the words have kind of taken on their own significance beyond their initial context. Zos Hanukkah, this is Hanukkah. What does that mean? So the Baal Shem Tov explains that the word Zos has very unique significance, specifically in its intentional ambiguity. The word Zos doesn't refer to any particular thing. I can say Zos about the microphone I'm speaking into. I can say Zos about the computer I'm looking at. I could say Zos about anything. I can point to anything and say Zos, this. And that's exactly the point. Because the ability to say this, Zos, this thing is Hanukkah. This thing is my way of being ready for connection. Chinuch, of preparing myself, of being able to connect, of reinaugurating myself into a moment of closeness with God and a moment of connection with Hashem. Zos, this, it could be literally anything. Because in all experiences, there is a way of finding connection. In every every situation that appears before us that unfolds in our lives, there's another aspect of how we can connect. So we can look at all of it and we can be present to the moment, not feeling the need to run away into some other moment. God is there but not here. No, no, no. Imani Khan Hakolkan, as it says, as Hillel said. Imanikan Hakolkan. If I am here, everything is here. But it's not saying that from a place of arrogance. He's saying Hakolkan. If I'm here, Everything is here as it says in Koheles, hakol yafeh Everything is right in its time. When we're in the moment, when we're in the present, we're able to say zos chanaka to whatever is in front of us, to truly face it, to truly be present to it, to find the opportunity that's presented in that specific scenario. God is not only in some places, God is in all places. If you don't see God everywhere, then you aren't actually seeing him anywhere as the Kutsgr said. We can do this, we can access the one candle on the 8th night of Beishamai, we can access the olive that Underlies all of it. And we can really experience this world in a way that we can feel the experience of Rabzusha and Reb Melech, that even jail, even the experience of being confined, can be found to have its own experience of accessing Hashem and feeling this light and bringing more of that oneness into our lives. so much for listening if you enjoyed this please follow us on whatsapp youtube or instagram all our podcast series can be found wherever you listen to podcasts i'd love to hear from you so please reach out with questions comments or suggestions or to be added to our whatsapp groups you can reach us through email using yakov y-a-k-o-v dot attached, at gmail.com or on whatsapp at 773-888-2413